Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Hello, Danny and Dusty with you. How you doing, fella? It's your day. It is my day. It's a uh, day. Blazers opening day. Two months before most people start caring to the day. I started caring three weeks ago, buddy. Uh, you sure did. Preseason, you were rocked and ready, locked and loaded. Now it is opening night for the Portland Trailblazers. Hey, Portland Trailblazers opening night. <laughs> uh, nine point underdogs in the opener. Uh, and a half. No, I got it at nine on the DraftKings app right now. Because when you said that, I went and I checked the dra- the old app because I got my bets in. Mm-hmm. Nine and nine on the dot. I got a nine and a half on the old BetMGM. BetMGM's got a nine and casino sports book. Makes mm. me feel better about getting it at nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Clippers by nine, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was a given. Nine point line's a little stinky on opening night, but it I, sure is. I'm not touching it. I am just because I'm going to I look this is the year we've been told that uh this is year where expectations should be low not so with somebody else's poll I have to start this season off mm-hmm. the correct way which is it's if it's going to be a fade the blazers year I have to start it on night 1 right I mean isn't that how it goes you get, they, if the bankroll is going to grow this way um I'm going to be committed to the team it is tied for the largest spread of the day on opening day would you do you know what the other game that would be tied with a nine point spread is? Oh, let me take a look at. Well, no, don't look at it because no, the no, betting no. lines are on there. Oh, oh, I'm just gonna look <laughs> at the matchups here. I'll go like this. Um... <laughs> the betting lines are everywhere now. Ooh, man. yeah, that's tough. Yeah, because they're it Wizards Pacers. No, no, that's a great guess, though. No, it's uh, Pistons Heat. Pistons Heat. Detroit. Yeah, I wouldn't. Nine-point dogs at Miami. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good guess, though, with uh, the Wizards. The Wizards. Yeah, I just went. That's five. I went with the stinkiest, stinkiest team I could think of. Yeah, that was literally all I was going for. I was like, mm, "What's the stinkiest?" You don't want to want to know what the spread is on the nobody wins game, the Rockets versus the Magic, because even if the team that wins, they're losing towards their goals. No, the Magic want to be good. Well, they're only four and a half point favorites yeah, over they, the Rockets. They legitimately want to be good. Like they want, Yikes. they want to push for a playoff spot this year. Do they? Yeah, they do. They're big enough too. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they it was got big, all the talls. if it was all about if if you made playoffs based on size, they'd be a one seed. They would be. They're huge, overwhelmingly a one seed. But they've got Bancaro and Wagner, and they've got a they've got a fit 
figure some stuff out at the guard spot, but mm. they they think they have the bones of like what they what they want going forward. The bones. All right. Well, uh, we will be talking Blazers today. Indeed, we have we'll, lots of Blazer stuff. We will talk uh, the NBA in their opening night last night. It's good basketball last night. Yeah, and we got a lot of football that we need to get mm. to, including college football. Uh, we will be looking at Oregon, Utah. Uh, the early peak at the Ducks and the Utes. This game is huge, and mm-hmm. it's a massive game for the Pac-12 race, uh, but for Oregon and the Utes d- together, both have one loss in conference play already, and you can't afford to have two this early. Now, you and pick so, up two at this point in time, you can pretty much write it off. And, uh, yeah, the head-to-heads are going to be so weird. Yeah. to Because I could see uh, some real cannibalization going on. Because, look... The beeves going down to the desert. We can talk about that game today mm-hmm. too. That is a that's a dangerous game. I would be scared if I'm a bee fan looking at Arizona. Not a great place to be at night in Tucson with the way that the Wildcats have been playing against mm-hmm. three really good opponents and before their bye for everyone and coming out of a bye mm-hmm. just staring down the barrel of the beeves and look. Beavs are going to have everything ready for them, and um, the defense has been looking better with Trent Bray, and they've had an extra week to prepare for a freshman quarterback in Noah Fafita. But, uh, and so there should be that putting Beavs that fans balance? at ease. Yeah. But uh, that's scary, man. That's a scary Arizona team. You know what? Spooky season two. On the, on the Vancouver Ford text line, there's uh, there's there's maybe a little bit of support here for the direction you should take if you're going to fade the Blazers this year, Dusty. Yeah. Screw the spread, hit the over. Blazers are giving up 120 a game. Damn, that is a good one. Yeah. All right, hold on. What What is the line? What's our over-under? Two, 226. Oh, smash that over. Yeah. 226? I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Hmm. Maverick uh, Spurs is 231. Minus 108 on the over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. Hawks Hornets is 237. Done and done. So, what was it? The Defense two years ago, at the, end, at the end of the year, um, I had a rule. If the, if the over was under 229, take it. And it hit, like, I want to say 18 out of the final 21. Yeah. It was, it was free money. <laughs> it was... It was the easiest thing imaginable because what would happen is a team would get up so far ahead that they would empty their benches. But normally you'd be like, oh, empty benches, things. No, it would be rat ball for a half. And so you didn't know what was going to happen. There was no defense played. And it ended up being like 125 to 117. And you're like, that hit easy. Easy money. so you just had that almost every single night. And to be honest, I think the Blazers are going to score. I don't think it's going to be very efficient this year. But they're going to give up so many points. So many points. So many points. All right. Well, hey, there we go. I got I got uh, three bets already placed on this game. So we're in. We're locked and loaded. I have a question for you, Danny. Sir? Uh, have you seen the Sports Illustrated article on the Michigan shenanigans? I have not. You have not? No. Yeah, Richard Johnson uh, posted something on the Michigan Dick today. Johnson posted it, huh? Yeah, Dick Johnson posted mm. for Sports Illustrated today mm. an article about Connor Stallions. Um, again, foreign star name. I <laughs> like Dick Johnson. Think you and him are far too similar. Mm. Um, are I you, just are you saying I may I may have ghostwritten this. Yeah, ghostwrit, ghostwrote, ghostwritten. Yeah. Well, you may have ghostwritten the. Michigan Manifesto, which is what Connor Stallions had had written and sent to people. It's a five to six hundred page document which outlines every single move that he would make as the coach of Michigan's football team. It's outlining a blueprint to leading Michigan Wolverines football program, which he called the Michigan Manifesto. Any idea you could ever have, there's a place where it belongs in the document. It's super organized. <laughs> Googling um, this now? So he uh, was a Michigan super fan growing up. He declined to go to Michigan in order to join the Naval Academy and went to the Naval Academy. Sound familiar mm. to anybody out there? Mm. I mean, you didn't go to the academy, but you joined the Air Force mm-hmm. instead of, of going to college. But ended up finding his way back around to Michigan. 
he became friends with people on the outskirts of the program and then got his way into uh, a friendship with linebackers coach Chris Patridge, Partridge and special teams coordinator and safeties coach, former Oregon State Beaver, the son of Jim Harbaugh, Jay Harbaugh. Indeed. Um, he's close with this with the entire staff, and he said he was particularly close with those two guys. And then how he got his way in, how he weaseled his way into the Michigan program was he was watching TV cutups and he was able to decipher uh the hand signals on TV. Mm. So then he he told Josh Gaddis, the, then the offensive coordinator at Michigan, that he could figure these out and he could do it. So they brought him along. He was on the sidelines for a couple of games and he was able to look across the field, debunk the cu- the hand signals and tell Gaddis which coverage was coming. I think that this is you and you would do this to USC football. I mean, if it helps. Or it is essentially what you've done with the Blazers, but a media role, not a coaching role. Hmm. Fair. I mean, this is it. And I, uh, there is a 99.9% chance that there is a manifesto of some sort on your computer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We don't use manifesto in the house. I think it's your, I, but I don't know if it's your Blazers manifesto or mm. it's your Trojan manifesto mm. or I don't know what it is. I think you have one. It's my Trojan horse. It's called, well, he did the alliteration with the Michigan mm. Manifesto. Yeah. It's got a very negative connotation to my, it. It's my Trojan, my Trojan textbook. And now you see that this guy, mm. you know, this guy is a football manifesto guy. Also, come on, man. Don't leave a digital footprint. Be smarter about this. Well, he did it. And then he was texting all of his, his buddies, and he was starting to use... Like the way that this started is he his his navy buddies or his marine buddies he was sending like buying tickets for other people to go to games and and do the do the recordings. Like this is this is wild to me. Yeah, this is and also I think you're I think that you I think you're Connor Stallions uh, of USC football. Look, you're uh, one step away. I wouldn't be against it, but also it might help the program too much and Grinch would get to keep his job. So, <laughs> not quite there yet. Like this is your this, this is, is how the, you get in though. Honestly, this is this is how this is how I would go in and and, and make the move on Grinch's job. <laughs> Set him up for failure, and then Wait, go the other but way. But wouldn't you want him to succeed? No, no. Like, what if you were to be the guy who fixed him? Wouldn't that make you happy though? No, I want to see him fail. Why? He's not a bad person. I know, but he hurt me. <laughs> this is why you don't want to be the driver that stole Danny's food. <laughs> this is holy this, this is wild though. Like I, yeah, like it I, gets weirder and weirder every yeah, day. Yeah, no, it does, and it's that's like, like maybe Harbaugh didn't know that it was this insane. Oh, he didn't know that this guy was this like, Looney Tunes. Yeah, no, because this guy's off the, the freaking rails. This man. may be what gets. Harbaugh off the hook if we're being quite yeah, honest. Yeah, like, oh no, I you want to you want to know what happened here? Michigan hired a PI and they dug into all of this. And <laughs> they, Michigan blew the wiggle whistle on themselves. Yeah, they're like, no, this dude is cuckoo, and they were too afraid to tell him because they were gonna f- go uh, full uh, 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 the fan. Ooh, go De Niro. He'll yeah. kidnap Wesley Snipes before the big game. Yeah, that. I don't know. Blake, I think this guy's right goes disappearing once. <laughs> I think this guy is right up Harbaugh's alley because let's not pretend like Jim Harbaugh isn't cuckoo for Coco. Oh Puss no, himself. he's a wacko too. He, yeah. he is, but like his his wacko is is more like again we'll we'll, we'll go super troopers here. He's more wacko in a cheeky and fun way. He's, well, they're not see, but I think that Harbaugh is one of those wackos ways. where he only lets you know the parts of his wacko that. He wants you to know. Yeah, but this guy went full cult. This guy's this guy hundred hundred bucks. This guy's got a drink mix in his manifesto. <laughs> you got that going for you. I'm like saying, drink their haterade and eat their hater tots. God, he's gonna have a Michigan mojito, and it's gonna implicate me even further. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink the mojito. One of us. One of us. Yeah, no, this this dude's running a cult. That's what this is. Yeah, he's sending tickets out. Is Ohio State tears one of the ingredients in the yes. Michigan mojito? <laughs> he's blending Buckeyes and... Oh, God, yeah, no, this guy's cuckoo. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to do with this.
yeah, no, I could see him doing this, man. I could definitely see him doing it. Um, uh, Connor Stallions, Danny Meringue. Are they the same person? Mm. Next on Serial. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. You can also watch us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash 1080 AM The Fan. Go ahead and put that in your bookmarks. You can join us every single day from noon to 3 right here on The Fan. Uh, You can party with the party animals in the comment section. Mostly Rufio. I see Tanner. Uh, I love reading some of your names on here. Cy is in there right now in, in the comment section. And then Dunking on my shoes. That's just the solid. That's a solid YouTube name. It's a good name. It's a solid YouTube name. There's a uh, there's one out there that is uh, it's in the Jack Ramsey's quite often is uh, dogging them per per thirty six. Dogging them for thirty six. No, no dog in them. Dog in per thirty six. Per thir- oh. Oh yeah, so like a metric of how much dog yeah. they have, and I was like, "That's per thirty six. That's, that's a very niche very, basketball nerdy yeah. uh, handle there." Yeah, it's very very specific handle. I was like, "Ooh, that's good. I like that." Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, um, so go log on, watch the show, be in the comments. We're there. We see all the texts. We see all of the uh, comments on the YouTube's as well. Let's party on Wayne, party on Garth, and have a great day today. Um, Blazers get their season underway. Tonight. In Los Angeles. In LA, um, not a lot of expectations on this Portland Trail Blazers team. You have a poll up, though, that I find pretty interesting. Um, the line for Scoot Henderson's points tonight, 13 and a half. Which way are you betting? Over or under? You can find that at Danny Meringue. Um, 491 votes in, and 79 and a half are over. It's basically 80 20. Yikes. It's like people didn't watch preseason. Yeah. I and, think, and I know you did because you all reacted to everything I talked about. The, the bar <laughs> needs to be lowered. Yeah. The bar needs to be lowered significantly. Like 13 and a half is probably the line. Yeah. What I expect to average of the season. Yeah, this uh, on yeah. the season, and that's not coming out of the gate. That's getting comfortable and playing an entire NBA season against no non-playoff teams as well. No, and, the, the and teams is, that are not as good defensively as the Clippers are tonight. They're going against Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, yeah, and Ivaka Zubac, who um, is a very large man. Who Scoot played against two very big bigs mm-hmm. in Nurk and Walker Kessler, and. Did not do well finishing around them. 
He also shot incredibly poorly off the dribble. Two for 16 off the bounce in the preseason. The preseason is not the end-all be-all. It's a very, very small sample size. But what we saw was that he struggles finishing over NBA size. Mm -hmm. He struggles shooting off the bounce. And that his decision-making is going to need some refining. This is not... None of these things are surprising. He's 19 years old. But like I've, I've, I've seen people who are replying to another tweet I put out of what are your expectations for Scoot Henderson this season or for tonight? 20.7 no. assists, five rebounds. And I'm just like, is he getting 35 shots? I think that a lot of those folks are the ones that are going to be the first to say he's overrated. He was yep. a bust. They shouldn't have drafted him at three. They should have traded out of the pick. You know, all, those are the ones that will be the first ones to give up on Scoot Henderson mm -hmm. because they have an unrealistic expectation of what he's going to be. He is a very highly touted prospect, but make no mistake about it, it's going to take time and he's going to need yeah. seasoning. No, there's a lot that Scoot needs to work on, and that's entirely fine. Uh, in talking to, to folks in the organization, the overwhelming both public and private sentiment is like, we're totally fine with him, Like, yeah. but we know where he's at. Yeah, there's an understanding of like, yeah, we know he's got stuff to work on. Uh, Twenty points out the gate. Good that, Lord. Look, that'd that, be now that, that's that what, would probably be the worst thing that happened. Oh for God, him. the expectations would go out of control. Remember, that's what Dame did against the Lakers on opening night, and it was like, oh yeah, the guy that had all of the seasoning in the world. Yeah, he was very good on opening night and didn't didn't let up. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah, that's to be expected. Scoot's essentially four years younger than that. Yep. That's a that's a massive difference. I would expect honestly, and what's funny is all the people replying to the, the expectations for Scoot tonight, a lot of them are like 18 to 22 points. And I'm like, and they have them like five, six assists. I'd flip that on its head. Yeah. I would drop the scoring way down. If if he's gonna do anything tonight, in my opinion, it's gonna be that maybe he has like nine or ten assists. Scoot is a natural passer. He wants to pass more than he wants to shoot. Facilitator. Yeah, that's that's like Talking to the other players, like they've all said the same thing. He wants to be a playmaker. Also, something that I think is going to be an issue as this season goes on, though, is that what you're just saying right there, mm -hmm. if the scoring isn't there and that's not in his nature, mm -hmm. if the assist numbers aren't there, there will be people who will come down on him when it's not every pass is created equal because yeah. they also don't have knockdown shooters no. to where, where, where he will be able to create the most is for perimeter-oriented players where when he's getting to the rim and they're having to defend a pick-and-roll, yep. right, and they're going to have to get five feet in the paint, that's where his kickouts are going to be dynamite and his assist numbers are going to go through the roof. They don't have – they're not built like that right now. No, you're – They are not built like you're that. You're relying on Tease to, to, to carry over the three-point shooting that he showed when he got to Portland last year, which, again, his career says otherwise, but sure. – the the empowerment goes a long way into making a guy feel good, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, get paid good, all those things, right? Um, Anthony is obviously one of the best shooters in the league. That's going to help Scoot mm -hmm. a ton. That is going to be a gravity situation that's going to help Scoot navigate things significantly more than if he was on a team without a guy like that. Hopefully for the first basket of the season. Yes, indeed. <laughs> for, for me. Shouts to Dusty, who took that bet. Uh one of my bets today. Jeremy's got, you know, a near 40% three-point shooting from last year. Like, he's shown he's basically a plus three-point shooter now. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he's going to be a guy that you just park in the corner. That's that. That's not how this is going to work. It's not it, how you want him to work. No, either. not only that. Like, and everybody keeps talking about, well, Scoot needs to do this, and Shaden needs to do this. And I'm like, that's no, that's, that's not how this is going to work. The offense is going to be run primarily by Ant and Jeremy. And that is to make things easier on Scoot mm -hmm. and on Shaden because neither one of them are prepared for that load. They're just not. And that's entirely expected. Rookie and second-year guys, they aren't ready to take that burden on unless you're a transcendent young player. And we see maybe five, seven of those every 10, 12 years. Yep. Like, it's not a common thing. So you want the offense to kind of run through those guys. You want Scoot to be the guy who, when they get a stop and they get out in transition, who really pushes the pace or they they get a secondary break and he's a little four on three action and he's making decisions there or when they double ant in the pick and roll which we saw in the preseason from both the suns and the jazz that deandre ayton catches the ball in the middle of the floor and he has a decision to make and it's either get downhill or swing to the other side where they're helping off scoot henderson and he mm -hmm. gets to attack a weak side those are the things that like where where you're going to see 
teams are going to go, show us what you, what you can do, young guy. Because they're not going to care about him night one and probably until night 15. All right, uh, so where do you think that over-under is? Do you think it is he hits the over of 13.5, or do you think it's under? <sighs> the safe bet is under, but I think he goes over, but I'm talking 14. Like, that's probably where I – my line for him tonight, I think I would say probably 14-7. and 14-7. and seven. That's probably where I'd go. <clears throat> 14 How seven, efficient, 14 though? Uh, probably under 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 fifty percent shooting from the floor. Efficiency may be an issue for the yeah, team. Yeah, I, I could see him be around like forty two percent. That'd be a, that'd be a good night to be honest. All right. And if he knocks down a couple catch and shoot threes, that has the chance to push his over up. But if I see him taking a bunch of shots off the bounce because he's a little antsy in his NBA debut, I could see him having uh, a rough No way night. he'd be antsy in his NBA debut, huh? You yeah, no. Don't say. No way, right? No way. No, no pressures to exceed any kind of expectations of the number three overall pick and following in the footsteps of Damian Lillard? Oh. No way. That's the thing. That definitely wouldn't be there, right? Oh, shoot. Mm. All right, 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. We will have more on the Blazers season opener tonight down in L.A., taking on the Clippers uh, as the show goes on. We'll also uh, touch on the NBA's uh, regular season openers last night, the Nuggets cruising past the Lakers and those Suns scraping past the Warriors without one of their key pieces on the floor. But where we go next, uh, let's dive into a little bit of college football. Good news for the Ducks in a game, heading into a game that is completely flipped on its head from what we have had in the past. First, Big Kahuna with the Sports Center update. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time for us to yeah. yeah. What you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. This is Danny up, and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. The fan. Hey, got a big one this weekend. Heading down to Salt Lake City, the Oregon Ducks at 12:30 kick. On Fox, Gus Johnson. We're gonna have some Gus gasms coming coming our way. Oh, oh, oh! College football. Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt, Jenny Taft gonna be on the call in Rice Eccles Stadium uh, for the twelve thirty kick. And uh, look, I'm I'm excited about this one because this matchup has always been a battle of wills. And it, that's what we've become accustomed to. Oregon's offense against Utah's defense. And that's usually how, how this game has been billed and what it has boiled down to over the last handful of years. This year, I'm really excited because it's not the battle of wills that we've come accustomed to. It's a... You have two really damn good defenses that are going to be playing against each other. Yeah, and the, I, what's going to be interesting here is... Um... Oregon's only favored by less than a touchdown right now. Yeah. Which I, I find a little bit surprising because contrary to popular belief in what Utah did to USC offensively, um, Utah does not have a great offense. No. And if you're talking about which dam is going to break first, I would lean towards Utah's here because the bend don't break, be physical, all that kind of stuff. Like If they're able to, to bother Oregon – Sure, they could be in a game, but I I have a very hard time seeing Utah's offense being all that successful. They had an over under of twenty or forty seven and a half, which means they're looking at that game being like a twenty eight to twenty one type mm-hmm. game, right? Which, I mean, twenty eight to twenty would be that over under of forty seven and a half, twenty seven twenty, twenty eight twenty. I could see that one playing out there. Do you think this is a game where Oregon tries to play a little bit more control? Yeah. Do they try to to run the ball yeah. significantly more and chew some clock? And- yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how they can do that, and I don't know how effective that's going to be. What 
you ultimately want to do is you want to take and, and do exactly what Utah did uh, or what Oregon State did to Utah, where they beat them 21 to 7. And Oregon's ability to run the football is going to be paramount in this game. But what you have is you have two defenses that are really good. And uh, I mean, we haven't had this where if you go across the board in the Pac 12, really the number one defense in, in the Pac 12 is UCLA. They're number one in, in almost everything. Mm hmm. Um, but it is defense in, in defensive scoring, number two, Utah, number three, Oregon, 15 points a game, 17 points a game, total defense, number two versus number three rushing defense, number two versus number three passing defense. They're tied for a second. Both of them give up 217 yards per game. That's super weird. That that, that close. Well, it, it, well, that it's exactly yeah. through si at this point in the year that they've both given up. It's actually two hundred and seventeen point four. Yeah, they they go to the tenth of a yard. Yeah. They both have given up two hundred and seventeen point four yards per game passing. It, these two teams are really stinking good, and Oregon has just given up more yards on the ground. And this is where I think, though, there's something that Oregon has got back last week that they haven't had all season long. Justin Jacobs, and the matchup did not favor Washington State as much as Justin Jacobs' style of play mm -hmm. is going to favor playing against Utah more so than a team that wants to put him in space, play sideline to sideline. He is a transfer from Iowa, where he was a dude at Iowa. And he made plays in his debut, got a sack in his debut, uh, stretched some things out to the edge. He is going to be that downhill runner where if you need that run support during in between the tackles, this is the game that Oregon wanted him back for. Sure. Right? It, they had, they looked at it and they said, all right, we got a bunch of teams that are going to want to spread us vertically and they're going to want to throw the ball, and we can handle that with the exception of the way Stanford came out where they had to move some of the edge rushers back into the middle of the defense when they went to that jumbo backfield. They didn't have enough lead in their pencil in the linebacking yeah. core to, to handle that. With Jacobs, you do. And now you you have versatility on the defense, and it's not just the speed that we've been seeing, but you have got some physicality with number four back there where he plays a, a different kind of football, a different brand than the other linebackers do. And I think that that is something that we can't quantify yet because also it's a, can he stay healthy? Yeah, sure. But we haven't seen him with all the some of all the parts around him that the defensive line looks very comfortable. Those freshmen have started to grow and they're now no longer playing like freshmen when you talk about uh, Mateo Uyunglele mm -hmm. and um uh, uh Blake Purchase yep. is the other one on the outside. Uh Tuiotu, he played really stinking well, got a deflection on a third down. That was huge. Of which the Ducks they're not getting enough credit for that. They are being so bleeping disruptive yeah. on knockdowns. Yeah. It does like you just see the pass deflection in the box in the box score, but you, seemingly when they have needed big plays, even if they don't get home, they are getting so many timely knockdowns. Yeah. And that that's huge. It, I mean it, it and, is. And they're by freshmen. Like yeah. they get them from freshmen, obviously doorless mm -hmm. and um Jordan Birch have been absolutely phenomenal with with getting their hands up they are a very disruptive yes. bunch uh sack numbers be damned yeah and that is it kind of is stylistically almost a little bit like what utah is where mm -hmm. you go we're not getting there hands up it's going to be a nightmare yeah it's going to be a nightmare and i think that's why you see that and also uh i think that line being at seven you know that has a lot to do with all of these games have always been tight when you sure. go down to Salt Lake. You can get Bryson Barnes. Yeah. It and can happen. I don't know what – well, we always see this. It seems like every time they have a big home game, it's the must day, right, mm -hmm. where they where that's their student section is the must. And this is their must appreciation game where they are even more loaded than they usually are. Um, and, more and that place loud. is loud, man. It is. It is. It, the only thing that kind of – you, you, that if you're an Oregon fan, you can be like, oh, thank goodness, it's just not a night game, you know? Because night games in Rice Eccles, bad things happen at night in Rice Eccles. But uh, this game is, is very similar, but also very different in that you have a, a top 15 matchup. You got Pac-12 Conference Championship game aspirations on the line. And then it's very different in that this is going to be a defensive battle. It's going to be a defensive battle, and 
that's what it's going to come down to. And now the weather is showing it's getting colder and crappier. Well, but I mean, it's it, what is it? It says 44. 44. What time's kickoff? At twelve thirty or okay. one thir- one thirty Mountain Time. So you're not going to get it too bad. It's not going to be. It's not going to be cold. And it's what high of forty nine today out here. So it's not like it's that much different. It's just True. pouring down rain. It's just it, it. Be thankful it's not a night game because it's yeah. dropping into the twenties. Yeah, down and there. The things get weird at night, and this is you know forty four is not warm. No, that's 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 a cold game. But it fell off the fa- temperature fell off the face of the earth here too. Yeah, it, they really did. Walking outside today, I was like, what is this? I know. That sucks cuz I was, like uh this is one of the things that you do you and you get your kids ready for school. Like if you walk outside right now, uh it's 48 degrees downtown Portland. And, you know? And it was pouring rain. Yeah. Oh, total squirrel moment. Sure. Uh, on, the, on the way home last night, yeah. I hydroplaned for the longest stretch of my life. That's it terrifying. Was down the hill, coming into Newburgh. How does that happen? Yeah, buddy, it was like being on a roller coaster. Wait, what kind of roads do you have where it's, do you have standing water downhill? Yeah, no, that was the issue. There was <laughs> it was raining so hard in Newburgh last night for God knows how long. That the the that's the craziest thing I've the, ever heard. Well, you know, you kind of get that the track marks in the road yeah. from from driving on it. Yeah. the The road was essentially starting to get flooded, even going downhill, and it was like two little water slides in those tracks. And I hit it at like fifty five, and I heard the woos. Yeah, oh, that's buddy, not good. my wife was asleep in the passenger seat next to me, and I went woo. That like <laughs> that. That's what happened as I came down that road. And I hydroplaned for probably like a, a good hundred feet, buddy. That's not good. I I I, I, I go home and change those shorts. No, I could have cut steel. <laughs> that Ooh, chocolate pudding spilled on me. You don't have any chocolate pudding, bud. <laughs> Sat on a melted baby roof. Yeah, that's that. That's my my random squirrel moment talking about weather. It was oh uh, man, it I, was a lot. But back to the back to the dogs. Chocolate. Pudding on my pants. We didn't have chocolate pudding, bud. You also know Winningham's going to ha- have something here. Yeah. He's always going to have like something cooked up. He did for USC. He'll yeah. always have some little wrinkle that you're like, we're game planning. We think we've got this under control. Right. And the one thing that you got going for you is the threat of throwing the football with Bryson Barnes. It should not scare you. But they unloaded their little tickle trunk early mm-hmm. with Sione Vaki, their safety, who they put in at running back and... Look, he is a he's going to be a difference maker. He's an athlete and he's a freak, but I I wonder what his workload is going to look like. Yeah. You cannot. Like I was You can't play the box on both sides well, of the ball I was in modern football. Talking to sports performance folks about Travis Hunter and like it, how hard it's going to be for him yeah. to play wide receiver and corner on the outside. This is safety and running back. Yeah. Like it you can't you no. can't physically you can't do it week in and week no, out. No, you just there's just too much impact. What the the snap limitations look like for him on each side of the ball are going to be very interesting. Um, you know, you can do it against USC because they don't hit anybody. I got nothing. You got nothing there. I got nothing. You got nothing. I no. said. I mean, I lobbed it up and just fell right back down to the ground right I'm, there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I can't say anything against that. But I, I really will be. His snap count is one I'm going to be very interested in. Seeing. Yeah, because it feels like they have to lean on him on both sides of the ball. In this oh, game because he's so important on both sides of the ball now. For those that are unaware of why Vaki is playing running back, they've lost three running backs this year. They are the Baltimore Ravens of college football. And then some. They are on their third and fourth quarterbacks, yeah. and they're on their fourth running back and their third tight end. But what do they keep doing? Winning. Yeah. That's the Baltimore Ravens of college football. It's absolutely incredible. Like there's no there I don't think there's a team in college football in competitive college football that is more decimated at impact positions than Utah. And they don't have high profile recruits to like no. backfill them with. No, they just they just have it's dudes crazy. that just keep stepping up and you go, How? Mm. How are you doing this? Yeah. Good news for Oregon though is that uh all three guys that were of concern injury wise, back at practice, Bucky Irving, he got the wind knocked out of him in that game against Washington <laughs> State. Got stuck. Well, you he land, land on, on the, the football with a two hundred and seventy five pound human mm-hmm. being on top of you. That's not going to feel yeah, too he, good. When he, when he when he did the <gasps> look on his face, I was like, "Oh yeah, he landed on that ball." And then you have Jordan James was back. He dinged up his his arm in some capacity How's in the Washington secondary State looking? game. Kyrie Jackson is back in that practice, so yeah. that's going to be huge. If you 
Look, you need all those guys because if you can play man on the outside and you can commit to the run, yeah, bingo. And Oregon has the athletes to do it. Uh, it's all going to come down to discipline against Utah. 503-864-6326. We had the two most exciting words in sports last night. Mm. Game seven. It was more fun than the night before. But uh, the Diamondbacks coming out on mm. top. Danny Dusty on the fan. On the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. We had a game seven last night in Major League Baseball. I loved it. it right? You thought time and time again that we were going to get that comeback coming from the Phillies. They had runners in scoring position, just can never quite get them around. And the Diamondbacks win four to two. Former Hillsborough Hop Corbin Carroll, the uh, the hero for Arizona. Now we have Arizona Texas in the World Series matchup. Everybody wants to watch, just as everyone expected. I think odds uh, I saw last night were nine nine fifty to one of a Texas Arizona World oh. Series matchup to start the year. What what would what was it? How many? nine nine fifty to one nine fifty to one. I don't know any moron that would have put the bet on that. No. Yeah, I don't think anybody did. But shout out the one guy who did. This is a, a shout out to the Jerry Depoto 54% of your wins over a decade because neither one of those teams have gotten 54% of their wins over the last decade. In fact, they both lost over 100 games in 2021. Just a year, what, two years ago? Two years ago. Uh, Bruce Bochy, um, get his bust ready for the Hall of Fame. Oh, Bruce Bochy's big-ass head needs to be in the Hall of Fame anyways. Man's got a gigantic dome, but... It's a Hall of Fame dome. It is a Hall of Famer. It's like an orange on a toothpick. He don't knew. Oh, if that's an indication, Paris Hilton's kid's going to be destined for baseball greatness. Yeah, that picture was something else, wasn't it? Um, All all babies have big heads. So Bruce Bochy, baby. Big old baby head. Big old baby head. Big old baby head. Um... But last night, it was, I felt bad for Philly fans. I felt like Philly, Philly needed that game. Yeah. And like, the, not, not the Phillies themselves. Obviously, the Philadelphia Phillies needed to win sure. game seven. I feel like the town needed that win. Real quick, Philadelphia, uh, did they win the Super Bowl? No. Did did they win the World Series last year? No. In fact, they got no hit in the World okay. Series. Okay. Uh, the 76ers, year. things going well for them? No. Uh, Flyers? They're the one of the worst teams in the NHL. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. It's really bad. Even their MLS team lost in the championship game. What's last the name year. of the team? The Union. Hey, look at you. Hot right. soccer talk. I soccer things hard. Yeah. But, yeah, it has been sad city for the Philadelphia Phillies because, like, one thing I, I appreciate is that how passionate they are. But here's the thing is that if you are a passionate fan base, it would almost be better if you just lost and didn't get your hopes up. There's a lot of hope that is being pushed into the city of Philadelphia from their sports, and then it's just crushingly just ripped away from them. They are the anti-Boston. You know all those little bastard kids that were walking around like, this is my 27th championship parade. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Shut up, That's kid. not how this is. This is not normal. Yeah. I was. Uh, I also, was, you you had a 25-year window where you didn't win anything anywhere. My good buddy Mike Vesey from The Buzz. Uh, you know, Indeed. You, you know Mike and yes. Liz in the morning on, on The Buzz. He's a big Patriots fan. He's from, he's from uh, New England. I think he's Boston and Rhode Island. Mm. Um, but. Vesey and I were texting the other day where it's like, do we want the Patriots to win? And it's obviously, yes, it feels so much better to win games, right? But I told him, usually when a team says it makes you feel like a kid again, Mm -hmm. it's because you feel childlike and excited. Right now, the Patriots make me feel like a kid again because they sucked when I was yes, a kid. Indeed. Like they were outside of 1996, like they were terrible when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And so now I feel like a kid again watching the Patriots because we it's used like, to laugh. hey, this is what it's like to trip and fall on your face every single week. The Patriots were the Bears now. Yeah. But and so, Philly, what I'm saying is that your time is coming. Like there will be a time where you get over the mm. hump and all of this, this defeat 
in just absolute misery that you're in, you're going to win. Finishing yeah, second best. Bills fans. Yeah, it, it, it always comes around for Buffalo. Yeah, but I mean, I feel worse for Philly than Buffalo. No. Yeah. No. They, because it's every sport, they get no joy in anything. You seen the Sabres lately? I do, but it's Buffalo. You go inside and hibernate during the winter, and you come back in the... And you watch the Sabres. And then you watch no, you watch the Bills, and you're fine. You're hmm. fine. You're fine. Buffalo went to four straight Super Bowls and got kicked in the junk. God. Yeah. Imagine if those were your formative years. Yeah. That numbs you. I mean, you... you that really that, that numbs changes you. a man. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's just... That's why you jump through tables. You learn to have trust issues. Big time trust No, you issues. jump through tables. That's, yeah. that's, that's where that's... <laughs> and get sprayed with ketchup and mustard. Yeah, that's where this comes from. That's what you do. You're just like, I feel Damn. nothing. But Philly fans, I, I am feeling for you, even though most of you are kind of despicable, you know? You know... You threw batteries and ice balls at Santa you know, Claus. I've said this before. Yeah. I went through this the other night. I think it was after game six. I was like, I... I hate pretty much every northeastern team. Oh, but right. I I have a soft spot for Philly. Okay, I I like their brand of evil. It's my jam. <laughs> my look, their kind of evil is the kind that I enjoy. Yeah, it is. Killer. Yeah, <laughs> it's my jam. Like it's just it is. Like who does number two work for? You tell that turd who's boss. Yeah, I just. There's just something there where I'm just like, I listen to Yankee fan, you know, complain about this, that, and the other. I'm like, go to hell. Oh, like, Red fans, Sox fan, oh, God, go to hell. It just it, My problem with the Yankee fans is that they will complain, 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 but then they'll be like, 27. Yeah. You're like, no, yes. you no, can't. pick a lane. Yeah, you can't do both. Pick a lane, dude. You can't do both. Uh, but that's, that's that's the thing. Like, is you get that, and you get like Knicks fans, like Knicks, Knicks for clicks. That's all anybody cares about. Yeah. It's like, no, your team sucks, yeah, and it has sucked for suck. twenty years. Just Philly fan, they 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 know who they are. Yeah, they know who they are, and the second they suck, nobody hates their team more than they do. That's right. And there's just something about that that I love. You love that. I do. Well, you may have caught this in the clubhouse after the Diamondbacks uh, won. The National League Championship Series. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, they're bringing out the 2020? (laughs) (laughs) They got Orange Jubilee? We're going sideways. They're bringing out the Orange Jubilee? Banana red. I was like, that team is winning the World Series, and they are winning in a My money, take it now. The Diamondbacks (laughs) are it. Turns out that wasn't true. (laughs) That's not why they were uh, cheering Mad Dog, Mad Dog. This is why they were chanting Mad Dog, and this comes to us courtesy of MLB Network's High Heat. To make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. A, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. floored. And I'll say this right now, and Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days, they win the next two games, and win this series in seven games, if they win, I will retire on the spot. Now, that is accurate. But uh, that's radio. That's not TV. Oh. That is radio. Oh. I said so that I'm on not the radio take over? show. Mm. No, well, you might. Who knows? But th- that is radio that I said that. So if the Phillies, I mean, I'm amazed this has got this much publicity. Who cares what I do? But the bottom Anybody line says is, uh, that I they're going to be... retire on the spot after your type of career, and now people are going to hold you to it. So if the Phillies lose tonight, bye-bye, Sirius XM. I'm out. I've, I've informed my bosses, and the contract's up anyway. What difference does it make? So see you later. <laughs> and that gives the Diamondbacks more. All the Diamondbacks who can't stand me, now you got a Dexter incentive. You get me off for the rest of your life. You may want to finish that sentence. Um, did you see the picture of him uh, at ESPN this morning uh-uh. behind the camera? Uh-uh. Like he was like running the camera. It's kind of a joke. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's that's pretty good. That is solid. Yeah, he's not giving up that first take money. I'm telling you right or now, the high heat money. That TV money is yeah. so much better. He's than not. He is not going to give that up. <laughs> he, like that, when he said that, I was like, oh, mad dog. But mm. then he pulls a. I, why, why do people care so much what I think? And she nailed it on this. She's like, dude, look at your career, man. Yeah, You're you, a legend. You've been like, around for, like, what, 35 years? Yeah. 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 
I mean, it has been the long, the long New York yelling career. Exactly. Yeah. And now he yells on TV. You're mm-hmm. not gonna give up that TV money. TV money's so good. Yeah. Oh god, that and he gets up right in like up face to face with the camera lens mm-hmm. lately too on that old uh, what is it first take? And mm-hmm. it's just I, I I feel bad for the poor camera operator behind him who's just getting a shower. Well, you know what I applaud him for. Mm. I applaud him for just owning it and being like, I'm not actually retiring. Come on. <laughs> he found his loophole. Yeah. And it was a, it, that was on radio and yeah. his contract's up anyways. He's I have a really suspicion that he's just back tired out. of working both TV and radio and he was going to get out of radio anyways. <laughs> Shocking. And that was his way out. So he... He's gonna he's gonna spin this back. He's secretly a Diamondbacks. He fan. always believed in the Diamondbacks. Yeah. He was so right on them. He's gonna stick with it. All right. Well, hey, Diamondbacks Rangers World Series. I'm excited. I'm actually excited for the series. I think it'll be a fun series. Starts Friday. I mean, the the baseball part of the series is gonna be great. Everybody in New York is so mad. Yeah, well, so mad. you know what? They're going to be mad anyways because the Yankees aren't in it. Yeah. And so they're like, why do people listen to them? No. Like, it, don't listen to them. Enjoy yeah. the actual baseball because mm-hmm. it's going to be magnificent. I don't know if you've watched Garcia, these teams these, this, this postseason. They've both been really good. Yeah. Young stars like Garcia. You got Corbin Carroll. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm really excited. I think it'll be a fun series. I, I think do. it'll be a good series, yes, too. Yes, I do, too. One thing I want to talk about before we go on this, it's my only um, baseball note that I have. Mm. If you watch the game last night, you saw Trey Turner's catch for the Phillies at shortstop. Absolutely insane what he did. He was at shortstop, a blooper going in the gap in between uh, left field and center field, and he did over-the-shoulder basket catch up against his body, running towards the outfield. It was it was an amazing catch that Trey Turner had and so hard to track. So, um, Congratulations. You have that to take you all the way to spring training. There you go. <laughs> we'll hear from Philly fans a little bit later. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great one. Coming up to start our number two. We head back to the NBA. Blazers get the season underway tonight. Uh, but the NBA season got going last night. And we are finally seeing a change in NBA. This is going to be historic change in the NBA. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.